Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to the motive, the momentum of Luciferian insanity. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Tuesday, October 17th in the year 2023. You know, we scroll, we scroll through the headlines, and what we're really seeing here is the Luciferian agenda totally in the open and plain for everybody to see, if you have eyes to see. And it's important to understand that these people are so committed to their hell-on-earth hell model that there's nothing going to stop them at this point in time until their underpinnings of who they are get exposed and the true sense of what people need to understand in their relationship to this world is brought to their hearts. Tonight we're going to dig into a lot of that and look at some of the crazy things that are going on totally in the open and in our face. And this is really an opportunity for us to go on the offensive for truth and to understand where the depth of this fight is, both locally and in the spiritual realm. All right, Patriots, before we get going tonight, obviously, because we're going to be talking about bugs and eatsy bugs tonight as well, they want to screw up this food supply and they want to make sure everybody is dependent upon them to feed yourself and in so doing, squeeze you to such a degree that you're so starving that mealworms and cockroaches in bread and cricket, cricket loaves look good to you. And that's not something that we can possibly tolerate, not if you're going to be human. That is why we have the great company, My Patriot Supply, which is the largest preparedness company in the country. And right now, they're dropping their price on their top-selling three-month emergency food kit. That is amazing. Here's the deal. When trouble hits, and you know it will, and you need to be able to supply yourself with food and have an emergency-based set of food that will last for 25 years on the shelf. It's like a no-worry insurance policy. You want the best. And that's why we have, again, My Patriot Supply. So what are they doing? This three-month emergency food kit, which includes great selections and flavors for breakfast, lunches, dinners, and up to 2,000 calories a day, is now $200 off. That's tremendous. So that means you need to get one for every member of your family. So you, they buy it in bulk. And all their processing and all their food in bulk, they package it and they pass the savings on to us. So the where where you get this is you head over to our website, special website for the Bards Nation, preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Head on over there. You'll save $200 on each of the three-month supply. Get one for every member of your family. And if you make the order by 3 p.m., the same day you'll get free shipping and you'll get it shipped on the same day, which is amazing. So again, preparewithbards.com. Now, Patriots, we know what these people are wanting to do. At the end of the day, this is a complete and total war on who we are as people. Now, I played this piece earlier this morning, but I want to play it again because I think of all the things I've come across, it maps out very concisely this war that's on us and what the root of this information message is and what it is achieving. Take a listen to this. 
This is one of the best videos that I've came across on TikTok. Understand that this is not made up. Everything that she's saying is what's really going on. The best way to gain control of the most intelligent, powerful species on the planet would be to completely divide them from the love within themselves. As soon as they are old enough to begin creating an understanding of who they are, force them into a system that teaches them that it is wrong to be yourself if yourself is different from what is accepted as normal. Confuse them about their own biological makeup so that they think that permanently altering their body is the answer to happiness. Require their daily attendance at an institution that makes them focus only on the information that is provided. Make them attend that institution from age 5 until an adult and repeatedly test them on the information so that it becomes their truth. Give them an explanation to everything so that they never have a chance to make their own assumptions of the world. Scold them and humiliate them if they suggest an opinion that opposes that of their authorities. Keep reminding them of how cruel their ancestors were to each other in the past and broadcast how cruel they are to each other in the present. Only show them tragedies on the news so that they live in fear and think the worst of one another. Convince them that their species used to be that of an incognizant wild animal. Make them think that their very existence is so incredibly random that they lack purpose and struggle to make sense of a creator. Tell them that their kind is as smart as they've ever been so that they don't question the integrity of the system that they're in. Provide them idols with artificial beauty and use them as examples of what it is to look perfect so that they are never content with their own appearance and can't help but to compare themselves amongst each other. Create addictive digital platforms that rank them by numbers so that they base their self-worth off of the amount of followers that they have and are never satisfied. This is just the center of the hell that they created with social media, which, by the way, just so I remind everybody, our target is 1 November that we'll be launching our new websites. I've taken a look at them. They are unbelievably good. And that was primarily designed by Hannah, my assistant. She says just absolutely rocked it out of the world. We have a new Bards Fest website and we have a new Bards Nation website coming. And with that, we will be shutting down our Telegram family room um, somewhere around November, in between November 1st and November 11th. I'm just letting you know. I'm, I'm getting off of that cesspool over there. I know that some of you like it. I don't. And I definitely don't like the divisiveness that occurs. We are introducing a new forum, which we will have on our website. And that forum is for Bars Nation and Resistance Nation to come on over and start linking and sharing information and having these positive discussions about things. That requirement for signing up will be to, to give your email, your, your screen name or name, and then a zip code of where you're located so that we can also start the back end of starting to locate where people are in clusters. And we'll also then have a comprehensive email list to start emailing people directly for updates, newsletters, etc. So that's kind of the whole um, plan, and that is moving forward. We had a fantastic web design meeting yesterday. It's continuing forward, and it's uh, something to be very excited about. I've only been talking about this for like two years, and so it's finally coming to fruition. So it's really good. But it's time to step away from Telegram and other places. We'll use, we're not, I'm not worried about the traffic we gain or lose off of that. There's other places. And the best part is when, you having, when you're having video or audio as your messaging platform, that's the discussion. We kind of limit and, and parse the ability for people to get into hateful discussions. And really the focus of this new forum is to bring communication and kind of level that conversation. Not, uh, and there's not going to be much tolerance for sort of ridiculous infighting. Um, your timeout, if it occurs even on Telegram, you should be reading the Bible, to be blunt. If you have time to start hating on somebody you've taken away from time, you should be standing with God. So what you just heard there was a very important descriptive of the form and what they've been doing. And as it should make become very evident to you is that the war has always been the children. 
if you're not paying attention, you'll know that right now they have taken the groups that are trying to change school boards, parent groups that are standing up against school boards, and under Director Ray, remember that guy that Q told us to trust Ray? Yeah, that same Director Ray. Thank you, Q, for giving us another lie. That same guy has elevated his FBI to try to to qualify that those parents that are targeting school boards to have them changed because this, these school boards are pushing Luciferian agendas, teaching your children about sexuality at an, an unbelievably young age, exposing them to pornographic and gay material and calling it normal education. Those six pedophiles that, that take the role of school board members and leaders in our community, they are the parents that are now trying to take them out are now being targeted as, as domestic terrorists. Why is that happening? Because the core of this fight, at the root of this fight, is to corrupt the minds of the children. And it is so important that we appreciate how important this is. That model we just listened to is the whole essence of tearing children to pieces when they are born into this world as innocent and as parents' role has always been to protect the children, which has been a model that has been deconstructed. Parents have been pulled aside doing too many things like trying to work multiple jobs and passing off the stewardship and parenting of their children to schools, this is a time right now when they are waging a full-on war to corrupt the children, separate them from God, scar them to such a level that when they get older, the only obedience that they will have will be to the Luciferian state. This is the war we are in, and it is on high speed because they are on a time frame, and you need to understand this, and it's important to grasp. This generation that they are targeting, which basically when I say generation, the full scope of this war is being waged now from kindergarten all the way up to sixth grade. Because if you can destroy the innocence in that group, you now have an easily moldable group in middle school and high school that when they leave there, they will be under the control of the state, they will deny God, and they will walk in the obedience of the tyranny that we are now trying to fight against. We have an obligation to fight it and intersect that at the highest level and with the most vicious actions that we can possibly wage within the realm of kingdom against these Luciferian devils that we're fighting. Children are their prize. Children are their target. And with that, they're, they're prepping the ground already. And listen to some of these timelines and why this is important. They're prepping the ground already for their next level of humiliation and human control. Meat giant, Tyson Foods. That's right. The same one that Trump had on his staff to lead the food revolution and change the supply chain, that Tyson. The Tyson that waged war in Georgia against the small chicken farmers that said that basically wiped out all the small producers in Georgia so that the big corporates could control the chicken production, that Tyson. The same Tyson that grows genetically modified chickens and injects them with I don't know what else they're doing that you eat as regular food and get yourself poisoned with all sorts of stuff that they put in there, that Tyson. Tyson Foods is buying a stake in insect protein company Protex BV. The two companies will collaborate to establish a manufacturing facility in the U.S. to produce bug-based meal and oil typically used in fish feed and dog food. What that just said is you as a human being, you as a, as a person, have now been leveled to the point of being a fish or a dog because in their world, you are nothing more than an ape that came from some sort of magical changeover you were apparently part of some amoeba mass that was inside of a cesspool in, in the swamps in, in Brazil or in the, in the Amazon 
that managed to collate into a loose gr group of cells, crawl out as some sort of legged frog, and then by some miracle of unknown science, you grew legs and you grew a brain that then at some point, I guess a miracle of a nuclear strike or some sort of meteor struck the world and a genetic modification was made and you were given the right to talk because you evolved through the Darwinian model. In other words, that's a whole line of garbage that we've been fed and children have been fed, they've been inoculated into their thinking to make them think that they are not worthy. And they've taken away the whole principle of that we are created by God because they can't have that because we are the biggest threat they've ever faced. Because once we awaken to who we are, they know that their days are done. And fortunately, we have that movement happening. But what's critical about the food issue is this food, this meal bug nonsense, does a couple of things. One, it degrades, it degrades cognitive abilities. It affects your brainwaves. It affects the way you think. It affects the way your body can respond to disease. And even worse, the parasitic infections that drive cancer, that's right, parasites, parasites, feed off of the same protein that the bugs are going into your body. That's research that's been done by Dr. Lee Merritt. So all they're doing is they're giving you cancer food so that you can grow big tumors and maybe like some goiter on the side of your neck the size of a baseball and you can paint a face on it and go, look, I've got a second head, something like that. That'll become the new normal. It's, it's atrocious, you know, and then you'll, you know, probably see like ears growing out of your chin and eyes growing out of your top of your head. I don't know. I mean, it's like all sorts of crazy stuff, but this is what they're doing. And this all, this war on food is real. It's extremely real as is the war on money, which don't forget about that. It's a very important one. Now, as we say that quick segue here to one of our great sponsors, I love these folks, Birch Gold and they are here to help, and they are here to help us all get into a better place with our retirement investments to keep it in alignment, literally, with what God values, which is gold and silver. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. Central bank digital currencies. Love the way they say that. There's respective populations. In other words, I should say uh, digital currencies and digital IDs on their population slave groups that they manage. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make, which means you have no more privacy at all. Not that we have much now. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. In essence, they enable the government, that is CBDCs, to take more control over your finances. Now, concerned Americans are diversifying, as they should, their assets into physical gold, with the help of Birch Gold Group, if you want physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold today. Now, how do you do that? And this is the this is the takeaway right here. You have to first learn what you need to know. So you text Bards B A R D S B A R D S to nine eight nine eight nine eight Bards B A R D S to nine eight nine eight nine eight nine eight. And Birch Gold's going to send you a free info kit on gold, just like that. Boom. Digital world instantly arrives, just like that. Easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer, if you have an existing IRA or 401k from a previous employer that's like tucked away somewhere under your pillow in the closet in a, in a safe vault, whatever, you get that little piece of paper, call Birch Gold. They can help you convert it into an IRA in gold, and you won't have to pay a penny out of pocket. I find that fantastic. Text BARDS to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold and then call them. That's right. There'll be a number on that you can call. 
because I'll tell you what, if digital currency becomes a reality, you're going to be happy you have a little bit of gold back in your stuff, and that's it. So check them out. Do it today. It's awesome. So we've got the bugs thing going. That's Tyson Foods. Thank you, Tyson. We're, like, loving you to death here tonight. All sorts of true love that comes only from the heart of the mealworm. And that's their goal is to turn and make people eat bugs. Eat the bugs. I love this headline in the Washington Post. Salted ants, ground crickets, why you should try edible insects. I'm running for the store right now. This is wonderful. Why you need to give insects the role they deserve in our food system, the World Economic Forum. Of course, that's going to say this. These are all paid-for studies, just like they did with climate change nonsense. The scientists that are so soulless sell their will to the, to the World Economic Forum so they can get a grant to do worthless studies to ultimately spread lies around the world, get themselves published, get notoriety, get a pat on the back and say, look what I did. I got to recognize because I was a worthless being before then and because I don't know God. You know, this whole thing comes down to not knowing God. Every bit of this. Every bit of this comes down to these people not having a relationship with God, walking alone in the world, needing to be validated. Validated. That's what this is. Ridiculous. Now, I'm just going to say this. I say this with loving kindness. If you are one that struggles in the world for validation, you are struggling constantly for validation, and you're wondering, why doesn't somebody recognize me? I'm going to say this to you. You need deliverance, and you need to be set free, and we're here to help. That's what we are. We have like a, that's what we do. We are here to help because we want you to be set free from the clutches of the darkness and set free into the glory of kingdom. And that's what has to happen. Okay? When you do that, you will start to live free and you will start to know God and all this other nonsense in this world will suddenly start to fall away. Your scales of your eyes will fall and you'll start to see clearly what you're living in. We're living in a Babylonian inverted world where everything about our world is turned upside down. We're told that we live physical first when actually we're spiritual first. Everything from there changes right from that point. It's just like, I don't know, I can go on this. I'm going to go on a rant. I'm going to lose focus. Don't do that. But anyway, you get my point. It's good, right? Now, as we continue with this, the green movement, and this is the headline, green movement still steamrolling rational resistance to climate chicanery. Okay. After years of federal agent helping the Drug Enforcement Administration hunt drug lords across Central Asia and years more teaching the Maryland classrooms, Robin Schaefer anticipated a quiet retirement watching the deep swells roll across the Atlantic, crash on the broad Jersey Shore. There's a nice soft intro. Instead, he finds himself embroiled in a fight as a leader of a grassroots group Protest Our Coast, New Jersey. Schaefer 53 is taking on an international company and politicians in Trenton backing Ocean Wind One, a $10 billion proposal to line the Jersey Shore with 98 wind turbines whose 722-foot propeller whirls would dwarf the Washington Monument and Statue of Liberty. It's been an uphill battle, with the group taking in nickels and dimes and selling T-shirts and magnets the local press seems indifferent to the cause, he said, noting that no outlets covered a public meeting he held at a pub. Perhaps, f fittingly, with Cheers and Frasier actor Kelsey Grammer, one of Hollywood's few prominent conservatives, there's, there's this argument made that we must be bought off sort of 
Why fight the green revolution? Don't you care about the environment, Schaefer says? But we don't have any corporate sponsors or major funding. It's very, very much a David versus Goliath king kind of thing. Protest our coast, New Jersey, an all-volunteer outfit with a budget of less than $100,000 is one example of an overwhelming disparity that has emerged in the debate over the aggressive push for renewable energy in response to what President Biden calls the existential threat of climate change. In other words, the way to control your lives and make you at the will of the nature and winds which they control. Very important principle here. In this level of warfare, we have they have mastered weather warfare, whether you realize that or not. And if that's one of if you're new to Bards Nation and that becomes a major red pill, we are happy to give you a glass of fully filtered water to help you swallow it. But the fact of the matter is, weather warfare is real. It's on full scale, and it's been going on for decades. And why this is why this is important is by getting people dependent on renewables, severing the ties to the things like petroleum-based, which isn't the best, I'm not saying it is, what they call fossil fuels, which are not fossil-related at all. That's another lie developed by the Rockefellers. All of this we are dealing with is a time when they want you dependent on the types of systems that ultimately they can control. The great things about renewable for them is that, one, everything in renewable demands a digital circuit so that everything is trackable and ultimately controllable. That ties in with the greater vision of the world's economic vision of making sure that every single thing is integrated through an artificial intelligence system to monitor and control you. And artificial intelligence by nature is the heart of Satan. And that's not me just saying that from some ramped up pulpit. This is the truth because literally these people bless and worship the idea that they can have demonic forces in their computer systems. And at the core of the heart of that is a satanic force which they have conveniently called artificial intelligence, which I find interesting by nature because artificial means also to mimic and to mock. And every single thing that these people do is to mimic and to mock God. Intelligence comes from God. And ultimately, that's all that we are. So they're creating an artificial intelligence, naming it true by its name, which is to mock God and to mock its people and to mock all that we are. So this is a case where artificial intelligence is the backbone to their new system, but it's even greater than that. Now that they have, they get everybody dependent on wind and wave and solar energy, all these, quote, renewables, renewables, even though the toxic waste that comes out of these after 12 or 15 years is beyond any, is worse than a nuclear power plant, and they have no way of disposing of them, and they don't do that, do, they don't dispose them, they just bury them in the land. They are out for destroying the world, not preserving it. The idea is that you can now control the weather, which means you can keep countries under your full thumb. Now, you see the layers of this. It's important because people that took the shot, start there real quick. If you took the death shot, you're now subject to an artificial intelligence controlled grid, which includes 5G. They can, they can cause you to get sick. They can cause you to have outbreaks of viruses. They can keep your energy low. And you're tied to a system that will monitor and tag you and track you. And every single thing you do called TTL, track, tag, and locate, they will, get, they will get to know you better than you know yourself, predict your behavior, even influence your behavior to function in a system which they are designing. If you have the shot in you and you've taken multiples of it, you now have the core operating system for the New World Order 1984 Orwellian Hell system that they're about ready to roll in. And folks, if you've taken it, I'm sorry, we're going to pray like heck for you. 
but you made a mistake. You better begin on your knees and you better repent because what you did is you gave away your life force and you gave away your temple to Lucifer with your own free will. Truth is tough. Still love you, but the truth is tough. As we move up the level of this thing and we get to the higher levels of this, we're starting to see how they're integrating every layer. Bug systems, because they want you to eat bugs, because they're trying to control every aspect of the food system. Animals are being injected with mRNA, one, to kill them off, two, to pollute their system, three, because they need to track the, the beef, as an example, from the animal to your table. And with mRNA, it embeds itself in that, in that piece of flesh to such a degree that you will not only will it track it, it will track it into your digestive system. They will be able to know exactly what you eat, when you eat it, and where you ate it. And by doing that, they can start controlling your economic system, your money flow to say, well, you thought you were going to sneak us a steak, steak, but you didn't. We can see that you ate a steak on this date in this restaurant in this location because we have an mRNA tag in it. And because of that, you've exceeded your protein output for the week. We are going to cut you back. And not only that, we will penalize you and force you into a near subsistence starvation level to break your will and force you on your knees before us. This is, again, the levels of grid that we're talking about. The next level is up and we start to get into energy. Remember the principles of this. You, If you control the food, you control the population. And that's the level of bugs and cockroaches and cricket bread and whatever else they're coming up with. Also, lab-grown meat, which will be only for those that can afford it. And it will ultimately, since they use cells to grow it, you can guarantee, because this is how these people are, and I will state this as a fact rather than a possible, because it's, unre it's irresistible to these Luciferians. You will end up eating meat that's grown from fetal cells. It's not even a question. It's just a matter of if, if they do it or when they do it and if they have already started it. Because fetal cells is the ultimate way to compromise your system and to hold you in violation of the basic tenets of God's children. You are eating the flesh of another. Remember, this is all a biblical war, a total 100% biblical war. And all of it is to degrade us and separate us from the love of God. Our greatest force and energy in the world is love. That power will overcome anything. It will destroy strongholds and fortresses of the enemy. And that war that we should be waging begins in the heavenlies and does not begin on earth. But they've inverted the world. And instead of us looking to God for all we need, we look to these people that run in the eye of the, of the big temple, and they provide us for what they want to keep us submissive and enslaved. As we move from the food system, control the food, control the population, then you have to say, you have to do the next one, which is control the energy, control a nation. That's easy enough. Now we go to renewables, and when you tie that into weather warfare, now the nation has its power coming from renewables. Some, some nations will prosper. They will have the finest weather to produce the best solar output, the best winds for their wind generators. They will have the best waves for their wave generators. All of that will happen. But those countries that have peak populations that defy them, your weather will change. They do it already. If you have any question about that, check the Paradise Fires up and down the West Coast. This is insane what they're doing over here. Every year, we, we're becoming seasonally conditioned to accept that somehow, out of the magic of the universe, every August, 50 fires crop out of nowhere, and they go, oh, sorry. Sorry, that was a surge in our electric grid. And it's like, seriously, dude? Like, you people are so stupid and think that we're going to believe that, that you're not even liable for the fact that your electrical grid surges and causes forest fires. 
but it just so happens it's always dry. August in, in Oregon used to be wet, by the way. Now it gets to be a 90 to 100 degrees. All of this is a part of their grid system controlled the environment, and they do a masterful job. They have, a, uh, they have mastered this technology. And so if a nation does not submit to their will, or if people in a nation are not submits, submissive to the will of the tyranny, they will simply wage weather warfare on them. And by doing that, by having new renewables as your source of energy, you won't have a choice but to have to submit to them. And if that isn't enough, every car starting in 2025 is going to have a kill switch. And they'll be able to shut you down, turn off your vehicle, allow, prevent you from moving. This is the world in which they are, in which they are building right behind, right before our very eyes. And then we go to the next level, which is money, digital money. Because if you control the, the if you control the money, you control the world. And by getting everybody integrated into a digital money system, then it all is a trickle down. They control, they track you from the bottom up and they track you from the top down. Every single thing you buy, purchase, sell becomes completely integrated and overlaid into every other data layer they have on you. And don't kid yourself. Every single person has a deep data file on them right now. Our behaviors online have been profiled. Artificial intelligence have extracted everything from sentiment to social behavior, cultural behavior, language. They have a complete profile and every human being in the United States. Part of what COVID did was to force people online so they could maximize that. Part of what COVID did was to force people to wear masks so they could create the technologies and train the AIs to read your facial recognition with a mask on. All of this was designed to push people into a digital control grid. So I don't care if it's Biden or Trump, they were all playing the same game and I do not accept their any excuse for what they've done because they stood with a system and I've, I have done a, a, an effective job of trying to excuse away some of Trump's behaviors. But at the end of the day, they're all part of the same game. And we are the ones that are, have to decide whether we're going to play it or not. Because one thing none of them have is a true, loving, open, humbling, repentant relationship with Jesus. And until we get that, until we have a president that does that, we don't have anything other than we the people. And that's ultimately where we have to head. So when you see here stories like we just read, which is the greed movement up here trying to fight the climate chicanery that's going on off the coast, what they're trying to do is give voice to the fact that this movement to try to put windmills off the coast in the waves is complete garbage, and it is. It's complete garbage. This is just corporations jumping in an opportunity to take advantage of a public funding source, which is our taxpayer dollars that are being dumped into this infinite well of money so that they can make up the stupid technologies, which they know don't work, but in the end make them money because they're able to sell this chicanery, this Ponzi scheme into the world. This is the truth. And so we are ending up funding our own demise. Patriots, I'm going to say it seriously. Just quit paying taxes. Dead serious. You sign that contract with them when you file your taxes. You've signed a contract to pay. Don't sign it. And more on that at another point. So obviously not all of this is working the way they want because if it was, if it was working so smoothly, we would already be into the death spiral and the imprisonment, though we're still doing, as a collective public, we're doing a pretty good job of walking into that. But we have to continue to march forward. They need us to continue to march forward 
and to try to break the back of the resistance. One of the greatest threats to the new world order are those that walk in the faith, those that have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, those that are walking as Christ walks. That walk of those people, they, we are a remnant and they are the, we are seen as the greatest threat to them. Why? Because we will not give our obedience to them under any circumstances and we understand something. Our defiance is allegiance to our God. Our defiance is blessed by our God. And these people right here want us obedient to them. And just so I say it, never. Ain't going to happen. So we have to fire up our, those ranks and we have to continue marching forward with the attacks that we have to do, which is centered on spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. One of the most deconstructing elements you can possibly put into this matrix. And it's important that we keep that focus. But in spite of that, all these things that are going on, they are losing control of the narrative. And how do we know this? Because they decided to strike up a war in the Middle East. The end objective of this is pretty clear. They're going to try to strike up the war, trying to put boots on the ground. They're trying to emulate the end of times Babylonian or uh, Revelation scenario. And unfortunately, there are many, many Christians out here that are going to jump on board this fight and say, hail, hail, the time is over. We are done and simply wait for Jesus to come. The problem is that this war that we're seeing is being manipulated using Revelation as a script, and they're using their massive financial resources to make the illusion that this is actually what's, what Revelation is talking about. And in so doing, what you actually are witnessing is you're witnessing a government of Israel and a agent called Hamas, which we created, let's be clear, we created Hamas, we funded Hamas, and we're seeing two agents, and we funded Israel, the Israeli government. Let's be clear. That was a Rockefeller purchase, and I hear this all the time with people. Oh, please pray for Jerusalem, or please pray for Israel. It's sacred land. Look, I'm cool with praying for the people of Israel, and I'm cool with praying for the, the places that God wants us to pray for, but do not ever ask me, and don't expect a nice answer if someone's asking me to play, pray for Israel. Israel is a, is a system that represents tyranny that was set up and funded by the Rothschilds that ultimately, ultimately, it was being funded by our money to wage constant and perpetual war in the Middle East as we created the counter-opposing agent, which was things like Hamas, and we funded under terrorist organizations so that you can literally do what the Luciferians do so well. It's called the Ouroboros. All ends meet in the middle, the snake that eats its tail. That's the concept. And so you're witnessing that play out right now on a major battlefield. And, of course, what they're trying to do is pull us into a war so we can bring our youth into this battlefield in the Middle East so we can slaughter our blood to make another blood ritual sacrifice to their Luciferian God to lock in this system and bless this next level of system, which is exactly what we're at the point of. They would need a war that will shed infinite amount of blood for their cause so that they can lock in the power of their Luciferian gods to bless their system, which is all about a global digital integration of slavery at a level we have never, ever imagined. So, this is important. We have to get this straight, and I'm serious. If you're going to pray, and, I, and we will, and you're going to pray for what's going on in the Middle East, I'll pray for Jerusalem. I will also pray for the Christians over there they are getting slaughtered, and they are, by the radical right extremist elements of the government 
and are, that are trying to suppress the idea that Jesus should be spoken in Israel. I will also pray for every one of those people out there in this fight to receive the blessing to, of understanding that Jesus is their Messiah. Outside of that, as far as I'm concerned, what is about ready to unfold is God's judgment and it's well-earned. But the whole point here in this whole war is they're trying to get a sacrifice, a blessing of blood for their gods, not mine and not ours, their gods, to bless it with the blood of innocence in a war so that the next level, which is the activation of the global grid system, will be built on the blood of God's children. And in doing so, the power that they generate from that could be enormous, and then everything clicks into place. From top, the whole, from the satellites and the digital currency system all the way down to the bottom of you eating bugs at the grocery store. It's all integrated. And this is their big push, and this is why you're seeing the war occur and come up to this point in time. Why is it happening now? It's not random, but it is a war truly against good and evil. So this is where I want to close tonight. The mapping out of the world is pretty crazy when we get down to it. But essentially, it's not difficult to understand the nature of the war and why we have so much more control than we realize. When you look high at a strategic map, it's difficult to see what's going on in the trenches. And the real war is being fought and won in the trenches, not at the strategic level. That's why news takes you high and never takes you low. Down in the trenches is where the real fight is. And what are the trenches? And I go back to the example I gave earlier in the show. When parents are waging war against school boards and the FBI is tagging them as domestic terrorists, you are now getting one of the biggest indicators of what the real war is. It's always been about the children. It's always been about corrupting them and enslaving them so that any future generation cannot escape and find God and forever be to the submission of the Luciferian order. And that is their dream. Because what they can do then is have a world where God is denied universally. And that cannot happen under any circumstances. Our fight literally begins in the home, in the living room, and at the table. In the living room where the family meets and the TV gets thrown out into the garbage can, and instead of that, you put up a picture of Jesus and the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, and that becomes part of your daily read and your daily watch and your daily humbling before the Lord, and you sit there as a family and you read a Bible. And then at every meal, you sit together and you pray. And this is how we reset this from the node of the family and the core and the core up. It begins in the relationships that we allow our children to have. You don't let your kids date anymore. You put your foot down and say you're going to go to courting, that you have to know who your children date, that the family participates in that, and you don't let these relationships be consummated in the bed. You let them. You have to be consummated in the spirit and the love of Jesus. You have to be parents again. You have to put a firm foot down. And we have to get serious about what we're trying to save because the saving of our world is not based on what goes on in Israel. It's based on what goes on in our homes. And when we light this fire, and we light this fire boldly, and we start to understand what we're doing, we're bringing up armies. We're bringing up children that understand the value of when you say you work and fight under the banner of Jesus, they get it. And then you have to arm them. And how do you arm them? Because one of the greatest, most powerful things you can ever give a child is to understand the power of prayer. 
prayer warfare. You break down fortresses with the tools that heaven gives us, not the tools of steel but the, and the flesh, but the tools of the spirit, the mighty sword of love. And children need to know love. I just spoke at a high school on campus, and it's a K through 12 group. I spoke both to the youth from one uh, kindergarten up to sixth grade, and I spoke to the other group, which was seventh to high school. Do you know what the high schoolers told me? Because the message I gave was something like this. I told them, and I started out and said, you are the future, and the reason I am here is humbly to provide you with knowledge that I have to help you be empowered to step into the world and to fight and to win. And do you know what one of the consistent comments was afterwards in, in surveys that they're required to fill out? Thank you, Mr. Scott, for believing in us. Do you understand how painful that is to hear? That we as a culture, as parents, we continue to throw stones at the children that are the future that God gave us to steward, to protect, and to raise, and these kids have not heard the message that they will win? This is how we win. This is our war. We get on those front lines. We get into schools. We teach these children Constitution, Declaration of Independence. Big, big hat tip to Michelle and Leah, going into high schools and teaching kids about the Federal Reserve, about real money, about the Constitution, about the Declaration of Independence. They're doing it one school at a time. Two incredible ladies that are out here waging a war on a daily basis. My challenge to you is, are you doing the same? Are you picking up that banner? Are you going into the schools? Are you breaking down the strongholds? Are you giving kids the lessons and knowledge that they need? Because everyone here on this channel, by this point in time, you have that knowledge. Bars Nation and Resistance Nation are cutting edge in this nation. I'm not patting you on the back telling you you're better than everybody else. I'm telling you you've been embodied with a body of information that makes you see the system more clearly than most. And we have a responsibility in this hour to step up and do something. The ministry has to leave the desk and go into the world. And it has to get into the world and speak into the hearts of the children. And this ministry has to know no bounds. It has to be aggressive. It has to be mighty in the name of the Lord. And it has to literally be stepping in and speaking to the children life and love and the knowledge to see through the matrix of hell that they've been woven into. These children are under a constant siege and barrage of a system that desires to completely disconnect them from the love of God. And that hour is now for us to step onto the line and fill the gap and get there and say, no, this will not happen on my watch. For four and a half weeks, we have been going steady. I have been going, so have others been going. A nonstop doing hands-on ministry, maintaining this as much as we can on the digital. I love this community. And we are empowered and given the knowledge to step in and to fight aggressively with the tools of heaven that will totally wage war and destroy the fortresses of evil. There is nothing this evil can withstand. Last night's show, if you didn't listen to it, please go back and listen to it. Seventh generation warfare is the warfare of kingdom, waging war on the Luciferian order. And we are doing it now. We have the strongholds to, from which to operate and we have the tools that are activated within us as the gift of God to just use them and destroy these strongholds. Isaiah 61, all last week, broadcast from the Church of Glad Tidings. If you haven't gone through it, sit down, take time, and learn that. Understand what we are dealing with because we are dealing with principalities beyond our control, and we have to get in and fight, and we are fighting for the children. 
Yes, we have Operation Vineyard being moved along, but that doesn't limit us from getting into our communities and waging the war that needs to, a war based on truth, a war based on love, a war based on knowledge to give the children the tools to walk into this world and say, I am a child of Jesus. I am a child of the Most High, and under no circumstances will I abide by your authorities because you don't give me authorities. God does. And I am protected because I stand with God. I stand with Jesus in my heart. I put on the armor of God every day. And in so doing, I shall wage war both in the heavenly realms and here on earth because I have the authorities given to me by Jesus Christ. Not only to spread the gospel, heal the sick and broken, cast out demons, raise the dead, but to do greater works. And our children are activated at birth to connect with that better than we are. But our role has to be to protect that covenant that they have when they walk in here and to empower them to when they step out. This enemy doesn't know that it doesn't think it has victory. This enemy squeals in fear of knowing that what we are raising are the mightiest men of God that the world has ever seen. And whether or not you or I ever get considered to be mighty men of God is irrelevant because our job of stewardship must be to ensure that what God is giving us as a blessing in our families is expanded, is preserved, and is protected, nurtured, and empowered to step into this world and provide victory into the kingdom. And that, patriots, is how we win. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today humbled and stand before this throne by our free will. And we begin with just a repentant heart to say, Father, where we have missed the point of protecting the children, please forgive us. But today, Father, as we sit and we reflect on this evil, which is constantly in the end taking over a world by corrupting and targeting children, we have to commit a commitment, and I do, and, I, and everybody that agrees will agree with an amen, that I will stand for this no more. I will say, send to me, Father. I will stand in the gap, fill the breach, and I will stand against this enemy. And I will do so for the sake of the children. And in doing so, Father, we have to be working in a way that we walk fearlessly in the world to understand that we are on kingdom business, that we need to walk with that in our hearts, walking with the Holy Spirit that works through us, to walk into these places where they say, sorry, you can't go, and you say, sorry, the Holy Spirit says I need to be here, and let that power work with, with the mightiness of God to get in, to get access, and to teach the children the truth, to empower them and arm them with the blessings of heaven, to protect them from the corruption of this world, and to wage a war, literally a holy war, to protect, empower, to raise up and activate the children of this world to be the next generation of mighty men of God. Father, we ask for that blessing and anointment to fall on everyone that listens tonight, to activate the warrior heart of Christ, to be fearless in this fight, to be relentless in our pursuit, and in the end, to understand that we are working from victory to expand victory into this world. And Jesus, in just simple words, Walk with us. You are our commander-in-chief, and we are under your banner. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, this is a critical time, and we have everything on our advantage. All we have to do is lean into it, trust in God, and dig deeper in our relationship. And as we do, 
as we embrace that personal and intimate relationship with God, we, relate, we embrace that personal relationship with Christ in our heart, as we empower ourselves with the Holy Spirit, baptize ourselves in water, baptize ourselves in the fire of the Holy Spirit, use these things, don't resist them. Read scripture, it is biblical, it is now, it is the time. And then step into the world knowing that you are armed, that you are ready to take on any stronghold and defeat it and wage war. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.